and welcome to another episode of Story Screen Presents Hot Takes, the podcast where we see new movies and then talk about them to each other for the first time on the radio for you, our listeners. I'm Jack Kolodzewski, joined today by two very handsome co-hosts, my brother, Jeremy Kolodzewski. What's up? And my dear, dear friend, Robert Anderson. Are we radio handsome or regular? You're you're all the handsome to me, you boys. You're, lo- you're just beautiful. Ding, ding, just, ding. Just as you are, you know? That's why I love If you're on the radio, too. handsome. If you're in real life, also handsome. We saw a movie, boys. Um, <gasps> yes. Not together, but soon maybe together. We can start doing that again. Getting there. Maybe one day. We saw this Getting one. Getting- well, partially together. You and I saw this together, Jeremy. Yes. Robbie, you saw it a little bit later. Yeah, but we the, bro- did the brothers see- Jet Ski caught it. We did see it at the movies. We did. We went back to the movies. Finally. Back yep. to the movies. As, uh, Tom, um, Tom Cruise saw his shadow, and now yep, it's time right. to see and movies again. We saw Tom again. Cruise at Story Screen Beacon, New York. You can see Tom Cruise. He'll be there. I promise you. Well, Just show up. I guarantee and, it. Uh, yep, he might not. It. Well, that might not be true, but the movie that we're talking about is there right now. It might be true. You don't know. Yeah. How can you guarantee that, Jeremy? Yeah. You can't guarantee you won't see Tom Cruise. I mean, at Story people Screen. have been seeing Christopher Walken around. Really? Yeah. Well, he was. They shot that show in Beacon. Oh, was Christopher and Walken on that show? Yeah, that they, I Stiller think they show? kept him in like a in a sealed plastic container to get all the germs out. Right. And uh, you know, in, in the age of the pandemic, you surely must keep he's Christopher vaccinated. Walken safe. He's vaccinated. Surely he's vaccinated. Well, who? Why take the chance? I, they, that's true. They stuck this you keep that dude in a hazmat suit, and you keep him away from the germs. I guess. They stuck I guess. This uncomfortable. Anyway. My needle in my ass. Two years. <laughs> Jesus, boy, that's a good. That's a good out of context Quentin Tarantino well, quote. Well, <laughs> if you haven't turned off this podcast already, uh, we saw Godzilla versus Kong, and I boy am I glad that we saw this one in the theater because uh, hell yeah, well, you could watch it at home if you, you got very the well could, very well could. But I, it is my personal. This is my hot take. I think this movie is better seen in a theater. What do you guys think? Controversial. Controversial. I know. I know. Uh, I out. agree. It's it's loud and in your fucking face. I can't think of a better movie to to return to the movies with than this one. You know, that's not to say this is a fantastic movie, but it's really cool to this see. Is a, really it's big a, and really loud. It's a fun movie. It's definitely a it's fun, fun theater movie. That's for sure. What do you think, yeah. Jeremy? Jeremy hates it. No, not at Move all. On. Just kidding. Wow. Oh my goodness. You, you kidding me? First I'm you like, say there's no Tom Cruise and you hate Godzilla. No, I didn't no, say there was Nancy no Tom Cruise. I was just saying it's like it's like a small chance of Tom Cruise. Never tell me the odds. Yeah, never tell Tom Cruise the odds. Anyway. Solo. Anyway, like I'm I'm like one of the biggest defenders of kaiju movies. It 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 seems for in, what's, say, in what they, space. They do like say in, that about you. In court? <laughs> yeah, or? in court. Yeah, I've like I fucking grew up with kaiju movies. I I love them. So I was very excited about this one and uh I got what I wanted out of this. Yeah. So, what was that? Uh Big Monkey and Big Lizard um beating the shit out of each other. Mm. And True. uh and one kiss sort of. <laughs> One. It's a, there's an intimate moment. It's I close. Think that this is, it's called spoiler alert. We'll, we'll keep the, it spoiler uh, free uh, for now. We'll talk. I maybe think talk this a little is bit. The the best of the three, three, four, 
Four. Uh, four Two Godzillas, new... one Kong, and then a Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, so I think this is the best out of the bunch. Agree, mm. agree, I don't, I don't necessarily think? agree with that, but, uh, but oh. I think this is the best one at capturing the spirit of like the original Japanese like kaiju brawl <laughs> movies the best. I could see that. Yeah, th- yeah. Certainly the the fight scenes are a little more like they look more like two guys in suits like punching yeah. and throwing each other with, into buildings. With a little bit more elaborate CG, of course. Sure. But tonally this this feels like I'm watching like like a, a classic kaiju movie. Yeah, I if we're gonna rank these things, I maybe had a little more fun with uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's just because that's I think I'm the at. cast is a lot better in Kong Skull Island. I mean, there's like, never mind. I was gonna say there's some names in this movie, but not really. I mean, there's there's Skarsgård and Millie yeah. Bobby Brown are probably like the two biggest names in the and movie, and she was and... in the last one. Right, and even still, they're just kind of like... They're just kind of there. Let me put it this way. There are no John C. Riley and Samuel L. Jackson. No. No. Well, wait. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry is, like, getting big. He's oh, uh, oh, yeah. And then Sorry, Julian Dennison, Lance Reddick. He's, Lance Reddick is... Lance, Lance Reddick, Reddick. Okay, spoiler alert again. Lance <laughs> Reddick has a singular line in this movie, which I thought was especially funny because... He was kind of like not prominently featured in like the the beginning credits, but like his name definitely flashed up pretty big. Yeah, he is in and one scene. That was like a Lance Reddick cameo. So if you're yeah. coming to this, spoiler alert: if you're coming to Kong versus Godzilla for Lance, you're probably not going to get your fill here. No, sorry, fam. He probably has more sorry. screen time on his bit in Eric Andre's show than he did in this. Yes, about it. and that is that is a good bit. Yeah, that is a good bit. Um, yeah. What else? Kong versus Godzilla. They punch each other. Um, I thought the I thought the fight scenes were really cool. I mean, that's what I, that's what I'm there for, right? Is to see them beat the shit at each other. I always think the human element of all these movies are super weak for me. It's like, and I feel this way a lot of times where like the meat, what the title of the thing is, I always want more of. Like Transformers, I want to see the Transformers do more shit. But then you have like some dickhead white boy who's just like, I have to talk for like fucking half this movie i don't know no one actually cares transformers 2 is like two and a half hours long and there's like an hour long transformer scene fighting scene in that movie and by the end of that movie it's just like let me free i mean yeah but you do want more human stuff i mean instead no i don't want less probably of all those things i want it to be 90 or maybe 85 minutes long i want this movie to be i mean bumblebee hour shorter and only fight. Bumblebee did did all that stuff that you guys wanted. You guys didn't like that movie either. I that like. Movie, I, I like. We Bumblebee. said that movie was fine. Yeah, I like it. That's true. The only reason I think the I was more negative about that movie because going into that movie, that was the one that was like everybody's like, this is actually a good Transformers movie, and it was, and it's a fine Transformers movie. It's better than the dog shit that preceded it. I'll give you that. Yeah, but totally. that's a low it's, bar. It's the best of the bunch. That's fair, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. The, it's fun. This this MonsterVerse franchise, thankfully, has had more of a consistent quality to it. Even though, like, yeah. tonally, tonally, it, it changes sure. throughout the series. Sure. This, yeah, this definitely, I think, kind of threaded the needle a little bit between, like, a little more of the openly silly tone 
that is in Skull Island and the bit more serious tone that's in those other two Godzilla movies. Even, like, if anything, really those other two Godzilla have... movies are like too serious. You yeah. Know? The uh, the first the first Gareth Edwards one I think captured that serious tone a lot better than King of the Monsters did. Like King of the Monsters tried to blend the serious tone with it tried to have like both a serious tone and like crazy kaiju battles like at the same time and like that was. It, it 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 wasn't quite balanced enough for me, even though I did enjoy King of the Monsters. Yeah, I I was very hot on King of the Monsters when we recorded that podcast, but I was also pretty drunk. So <laughs> take that That's as true. Well. Yeah, I think King of the Monsters is cool. I think Skull Island is cool, um, and I think this movie is cool. They're all cool. I always They're I always cool. want I always just want more. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I really like the fight, you know, Mr. Me, who's always like, is the fight scene good? Uh, the fight scenes, I, again, like the, the fighting in this movie is fucking sick. It's I also good. really like the, the design of a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. um, they go to a place you may not expect later in the movie. And mm. I thought that aesthetically was very cool. And a lot of, um, the tech in the movie, I thought it was very cool and like reminiscent of like Tron at times, which I thought was very sick. <laughs> Got a lot of Tron legacy vibes from yep. yeah. this movie. Yep. And I uh and I fuck and I fuck with all that. And if and it all fits in the place, you know. I, I I think this movie really rocks aesthetically. If you've seen the trailers, they the fight in Hong Kong is like pretty fucking badass and mm-hmm. like looks as cool as you might expect. They really got RGB skylines in uh in Hong Kong. They like uh just how it the really whole, is the whole thing i don't know a lot the of they got, a lot they got of, lights uh, everywhere they got they got razor buildings a, a lot of like southeast asian cities look like that like singapore uh looks a lot like that and like like cities in china like shanghai the skyline kind of looks like that i don't know if it's that exaggerated i think uh i think that's a, a directorial touch cuz the director of this movie uh adam wingard uh who Ooh we're all familiar with uh robbie has covered his previous movie the guest extensively on yeah i've made an odd amount of content about that movie Um, (laughs) he also did your next yes right yes and he did the blair witch sequel and the death note live action but you know um i've seen people defend blair witch not death note I, i thought i heard the the blair witch movie was good sorry yeah mike will tell you that Mike will tell you yeah. that. <laughs> He's a very kind man. Yeah. He's a kind man. I agree with him on You know you know what movie I rewatched recently that we were doing for for a podcast? I watched the Tell the me it's Tomb- not Batman versus Superman. No, 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 no. The uh the Tomb Raider movie that came out a few Oh years. yeah, yeah. Yes, you did that for your the video game movie podcast. Yes. Yes. And you know and you know what? That movie I liked a lot more the second time around. Because the first time we watched it, I don't think we disliked it. We were just kinda like, meh. It was just aggressively mediocre. Yeah. Watching it the second time and like on my like fancy new TV, I was like, this movie's kinda fucking cool. Yeah, but the uh, first but we one we also saw watched, in the theater, so that was pretty... Well, I also think I watched the uh, Angelina Jolie movies leading up to this one, so mm. I was just like, this is a masterpiece <laughs> by comparing, you know, I was like, it's well, perfect. To be fair, those movies are terrible, but they also have Angelina Jolie like kind of in her prime, so like there's 
something to be said yeah. for those movies as well. Cradle of Life is actually like kind of cool. There's like some kind of cool stuff in Cradle of Life. That's the second one. Yeah, mm. but like you know, they're just in, they're just insane. Um, so, so, but I like I like that newer one more now. It was fun. Hmm. As I was saying about Adam Wingard, um, what? <laughs> uh, he loves his neon lights and his RGB lighting in because uh, that's very prominent in in the guests and it's very prominent here too and he uh he likes bringing a lot of um cathartic energy to his action sequences you can you can definitely uh, trace parallels to how some of the scenes play out in your next versus like how some of the fight scenes uh break out in congress's godzilla i think hmm. i think that's uh that's something of note there so he he, yeah. he brings he brings something unique to the table with um with this with this movie that that brings it that uh that energy that like this this franchise like may may have needed cuz that's cuz that's one of the um cuz cuz that's one thing that I had an issue with with uh with King of the Monsters is um is like some of the some of the fight scenes like didn't quite have that that like that rah rah energy they didn't hit. Yeah, didn't 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 quite hit. That's also because like you couldn't see the fights all that well because they were so obscured by That's rain true. and particles, and uh, and all that stuff. Like all the all the fighting. Well, while the main one takes place at night, you could like clearly follow what's happening pretty clearly. Oh yeah, for sure. Well yeah. Yes. I uh you know I think Adam Wingard or Wingard um he has an interesting take on genre across his movies. I haven't seen the death note one and I haven't seen Blair Witch, but he's pretty I mean, in the guest, <clears throat> Yeah. I know with the guests, like it's, it's very like genre agnostic, which shows it's like genre agnostic in the sense where it's like, you know, it's, it's a blending of action and horror. It feels Terminator. It feels Michael Myers, you know, but, but it also is like its own thing, you know, it has its own like kind of uh, baggage and, I think to you know deconstruct genre, you have to have a very good understanding of the genre, and you know kaiju in 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 many ways is a genre of film itself. And you know, I wonder, do, do you guys think that he has a really good understanding of what makes a kaiju movie, and how does that compare it to like other directors that have tackled this this new wave of of kaiju films? Yeah, definitely. Well, like the specific kind of of kaiju like brawl movie as i was saying something like it's it's reminiscent of um like the 60s destroy all monsters or the 90s era godzilla movies where and um one thing that like the 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 original japanese godzilla movies had that um that like this new franchise hasn't really had like up to this point is that it's like this one isn't afraid to get like really weird with its premise like in some of the old godzilla movies like you know mothra is connected to like these fairies <laughs> yes we have to consult the fairies to call mothra yeah yeah and like weird concepts like that and uh godzilla versus kong isn't afraid to um like t- t- like expand like these crazy ass concepts like uh like like a like a certain way i don't know how to how to describe it without it's not trying to be the greedy the gritty reboot no or the not at version all of these things not no, at all which i think is cool i think to to do that to like make like a like you know a grounded version of these movies like really misses 
the point, you know. Well, kind of. Well, yes, I was gonna. Yes, 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 and no, because like I said, there's different kinds of ways to approach the kaiju. Because there's, you know, there's of course the very original um, Gojira from 1954 which is a very serious and very somber movie that that reflects on um how japan was was dealing with the the fallout of the atomic bomb and post-war japan and it really like reflected those those feelings and the the gareth edwards godzilla movie was like was trying to like um reflect that tone and the most recent japanese um Godzilla movie Shin Godzilla like directly parallels that with um with how it it reflects the like the Fukushima disaster and the and the uh and the tsunami and all that. But do those movies like are they grounded? Like they're tackling heavy subject matter and they're mirroring mirroring, you know, real world things but is that is that grounded still like is that like well that... it is they are still movies about giant monsters but right. they um but they like like the the perspective of those movies is at like the human the sure. human level okay. it's like when you see the monsters you see them like from the perspective of of the people and you see them like from above and you see them as these like massive creatures Godzilla, Ronnie, you should yeah. watch. You should watch Shin Godzilla. I want to watch Shin Godzilla because it's, it's by the Evangelion guy, right? It's by Hideki Anno, yeah, and yeah. it's uh, that movie. So I actually watched that movie fairly recently, and then I watched it again like the night before I went to see um, Godzilla vs Kong, and that movie is interesting because yeah, Jeremy, I think you nailed it. It's like Godzilla vs Kong and the other like modern U.S. Western godzilla movies take the perspective of people in like the way that it's like four or five people maybe um shin godzilla takes it more from the aspect of like the japanese government and like it that movie is it's it's interesting that you say like how does it approach it like is it grounded and it's like that movie i think is darkly funny but it's because it's like a bureaucratic satire through the lens of godzilla and it really is a response to how the japanese government responded to fukushima basically and how bureaucracy basically gets in the way and can paralyze a government that's responding to an imminent crisis um which those and in those themes and and doing it that way also like really like underscores or, or, or underlines like how terrifying and unstoppable and imposing godzilla is um in a way that i think is handled so much better in those like i think the um the weight and the impact of godzilla and like just kaiju in general is a lot better represented in a movie like that because in this in this movie again you have like four or five main characters and when kong and godzilla go stomping through hong kong and like fuck shit up in hong kong you don't really care because it's just set dressing and the only like human element you are attached to is the like four or five like millie bobby brown whereas in something like shin godzilla it's like this is people who need to make decisions at the countrywide level like noting the impact of the places that are being destroyed the people that are being 
either displaced or killed and it's much more like you feel the weight i think of the which is again not what godzilla versus kong is doing at all um it's a totally different tone but i think it's an interesting like to compare the two um how they they approach that subject right yeah i think uh you know a good example of also like a grounded you know when i when i think of grounded and and like kaiju like uh is like cloverfield i feel like is sure. a cool example of that mm-hmm. it's super like intimate right kind of yes. like you know maybe like the inverse of what of what jack was saying kind of like analyzing godzilla through like this this government level um and seeing the big picture of it that way and then like you get something like cloverfield which is super like intimate small you know right to the point right. where you don't even see what the monster is until the very end you know Right, and Cloverfield is more like what are the people who are on the street experiencing as this monster stomps through the build, rather yeah. than like who are the f- four or five people who are single handedly gonna you know figure out this threat? What do they? What do they yeah, do? Like, nothing. Really. <laughs> what are they doing? They, they ferry Kong over to uh, that's true to fight. But yeah. Well, one group. Well, 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 one group of characters has a has a very direct <laughs> solution to the problem, and that kind of gets the whole movie going. But uh, that's a spoiler. Well, let's let's uh, use that as a opportunity to switch over to spoiler mode. Then, um, do you guys have any like closing non spoilery thoughts on? I actually really like the music in this movie. I thought the music was, cool. was pretty awesome and was a yeah. great accompaniment accompaniment to all the punching and stuff. Yeah, I think I I got what I wanted out of the movie, you know, right. criticisms aside, and um, I I think if you have if you feel safe enough, and especially if you're vaccinated, then fuck it, go see this movie in the theater if you can, and please see it at story screen if you can. But <laughs> uh, you know, we appreciate that. But uh, Where are you yeah. go, Regal, <laughs> just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Sick. But uh, yeah, go go see this movie in the theater because it. Is is quite the welcome back to the movie going experience. I thought my skull was gonna crack like an egg. It was so yeah. loud. It's loud like, cool. and it's it's bright and it's dumb and it's flashy uh, yeah. and it's fun. I think it feels it's like, like it's a good way to kick off White Boy Summer. Oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> Jesus! Chad is already canceled, so we're we're rescinding White Boy no. Summer. No, but the nice the nice thing is not you about, were the chosen one. <laughs> not about White Boy Summer, but. Like, if you want to see this movie at home, you have the ability to. You, you also can. can do that. You yes. Can. Yeah. yeah. It's Will it hit as hard at home? Maybe not. But it would still probably be fun. You know what you're getting into with this movie. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, who knows? If you got a sick setup at home, I mean, fuck me, right? Go ahead. But uh, seeing this I movie. Like seeing, yeah. I like seeing this movie in a the theater. It was cool. <laughs> but either way, seeing this movie is like, is like pretty low commitment. Definitely. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good vibes. I it's also cool. don't think you need to see any of the other stuff if you want to just see this movie. Oh yeah, fucking don't even worry about it. <laughs> the title, tells although you Skull you Island is fun. Yeah, Skull I mean, Island, yeah, Island I mean, is probably the one that I would say go watch if you were trying to get like the full Godzilla versus Kong lore. This this feels like a a full blown sequel to Kong Skull Island more than much. more than it is yeah. a follow up to any of the Godzilla movies. Well, can we say this spoiler free? Like, this is way more of a Kong movie than a Godzilla. Yeah, he's movie. the he's the protagonist. Yeah, Godzilla is barely in it. Well, 
Yes. He has more than antagonist. He takes up a lot of the screen, so he has, how do you measure it that <laughs> yeah. way? He has far <laughs> less screen time than You Kong measure does. the surface area. Oh, and that's that's kind of the thing that Godzilla's like kind of cursed in his own franchise. Like he in in a lot of the movies he appears in, he doesn't have a whole lot of screen time. Well, he's hard to, re- you know, is it, it it's somehow and this sentence sounds fucking insane. It's somehow a bit easier to relate to Kong than it is to Godzilla. Sure. Just because there's some level of like mammal big mammal energy that you can share with this creature yeah, yeah. whereas you know you can... godzilla like i mean honestly i'm a godzilla stan um everyone knows this about me i'm a godzilla stan and um you know i but like you can't you can't relate to this guy he right. you know, you can't even really do he's much he's a fucking soulless lizard like, man like, yeah, kong can't you smile. can look in his eyes and and see pain you see you see yourself like, kong man. has always been a very expressive character even in the in like the original 1930s one. Well, I mean, a, a gorilla's face is a lot closer than a, to a human's than a, a giant right. radioactive that's lizard. What I'm, that's so what I'm saying. And I think I over, I heard this once is that Toho has a very strict rule where like you can't have Godzilla show any emotion. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Put a pin well, in that because we're gonna come back to that because I think like they that, broke that's that like rule. that rule is broken. Yeah, a little bit. You're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless okay. I'm unless I'm projecting my my human emotions onto this giant mm, lizard. Let's okay, let's go to spoilers and we'll come right back to that. Okay. Godzilla 100% just fucking straight up smiles at some point in this movie. That is true. So, I don't know what you're talking about like no emotion kind of thing, which I thought was like the weird I was like did Godzilla just fucking smile, like give Kong like a weird knowing grin at some point? Well, yeah, well that I also, have, I I'm not like, crazy, you know, right? That actually I have happened. the movie pulled up right that. now. <laughs> In another, there tab. is a there is a scene that is a close up on Godzilla's face, and he straight up just has like a smirk on. It's like pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think he shows anger and uh, pride. Yes, I think also you know the big. I think the biggest spoiler in this movie, and, and like it was, it was teased when the movie came out, is that there's a clear winner. Yes, yeah. Which well, okay. Before we get to that, who did you guys have? You know, be honest now. Well, I, I before I knew the information, I'm like they're gonna get together and fight the bigger, the greater evil. Sure. Yes, of course. Anybody, yes. anybody who's ever seen one of these fucking movies, any kind of versus movies, it was in, it was until case, someone but... was just like, oh, there's a clear cut winner. Um, I thought they're gonna, gonna give it to Kong for the same reason that we empathize with him, even though mm-hmm. I would have been like, but Godzilla, I think, really fucking has it, you know? Yes. I mean, Kong. So I was is surprised. The under- I was Kong surprised is the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. He's the yeah. He's the uh, you know. It's like Rocky. Yeah. Always root for the underdog. And as you said, Jeremy, he is the protagonist. I think we were all rooting for Kong. But like, come on, no way Kong can beat Godzilla. Let's let's be honest here. Yes, but also like, did Homeboy not put up a fucking fight? He put up a great fight. Even even on the boat. Even on the boat. And I'm very proud. That's like not in. And he's never fighting in his element. You know. True. True. Well, I don't know if. uh, Hong Kong is necessarily Godzilla's element either. But Absolutely. Well, are you kidding me? I would, I would say so. I it's, guess. You know, it's like cities. It's an like, island surrounded by water. Godzilla. Uh, I mean, Kong did. Kong did use the I mean, city to his advantage. He used the ability. He kill a lot of innocent people, 
and climbs yeah. some buildings. Yeah. He he fixes his shoulder on the side of a building. At that one was point. cool. I did like that. That was fucking cool. That, that was fight scenes are are that they're cool. That felt like like an Adam Wingard moment. Like that felt that felt like uh, what was her name and your like Shawnee Vincent yes. like fixing yeah. herself like right after a fight. That that I kind of drew some parallels there. Kong is a survivalist, is what you're kind saying. Kind of. I mean, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he's like the last of his of his people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. The whole. I like. I I like that part Hollow Earth that element aspect. It's they that, brought that, it's up that in, stuff in, in Skull Island, right? They did. That is not the first time they mentioned Hollow Earth. They brought it in up the in universe. King of the Monsters. At oh, one was point. it King of the Monsters? Okay. Uh, see, I think seeing him. In um, seeing his journey in that middle chunk of the movie where he's like traveling into the hollow earth and the humans are following mm-hmm. him, it's in those scenes where I was like, you know, the CGI and the visual storytelling of these moments is so good. It's like that. That's why I'm, I really am hanging my hat on this idea of like we could use so much less humans and the movie would still be so effective because yeah, these creatures can be so emotive and even even Godzilla you know, you can understand like in that moment where they're yelling at each other post fight. Yes. There's a lot of really yeah. cool energy in that moment. And there's a lot that us as humans watching this movie, like you just get, and it's still like kind of ambiguous, you know, it's still like, it's such a well charged visual moment that you can like really kind of like get into. And I, and I think the moments where he's like traveling through this planet and like, and like rock climbing on the gravity rocks to get to like, what seems to be his temple. Like, and then, the, and then, like the humans just keep explaining stuff, and I'm like, I kind of just don't need to know. Like, I can figure, yeah. I can kind of figure it out. And I like, and those are the parts of the movie where I was like, I just wish these fucks would shut up and let me watch it because, like, I'm get, I'm getting it, and it's cool. I'm vibing with what the movie's trying to do on a big picture level, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's more just the mass audience kind of thing that this movie is going for to yeah. explain it all to you. I do think it's kind of funny that the whole like reason that kong and godzilla are fighting at all is just because it's a cockfight i guess basically like they just kind of no, i'm the biggest sort of I deal can, there can only be one there's not really a better motivation well, isn't for it, it isn't godzilla's that. like purpose to to kill all the titans wasn't that established in the or previous like movie? rule all over them because yes, there's because like yeah. the end of king of the monsters has all those like other random giant monsters who don't appear in this movie at all. Uh, they like, right. they like all like, ba- they all like bow to him. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, Godzilla's posse was just going to show up at some point. Like the giant, the giant mammoth and the giant spider and like all those other monsters that had like five seconds. I kind of wish we saw more of the, the smaller monsters that you would see in Skull Island because I thought that was cool. Like I thought Skull Island had really cool like creature factory stuff. They said um, that like... And they, they almost do yeah. it in this what movie. Was it, the like skull, skull breaker? Skull kisser? The, the spider the thing? Well, they're in that one that one scene in the car, the hover car or whatever, and they're like, oh, there's these spider things in here and you're like, oh, they're going to hatch and they're going to have to figure this out and they don't. Maybe that's a deleted scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. This movie kind of felt like because because it's miraculously for a big budget, triple um, A movie. It's it's under two hours. 
It's just under two hours. It's like an hour and 58 minutes. I mean, they made It Chapter 2 four hours long. That's so true. And, it, and that was a mistake. Truly, the movie was not Truly good. fucking amazing. And then, did not hear. then there's the Snyder Cut. Which yeah, is... What's that? Yeah. Oh, you haven't heard? No. Like the pretzels? What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> Well, Snyder's cut. I now. take a, I take a Snyder cut of that. If mm. it's a bigger pretzel, mm. yummy. Got me in. Um, Snyder's no uh, longer uncut. Uh, did, I I realized after the fact that I did not stick around after this movie to watch the post credit. Is there like post credit? No, there, there is. I'm zero. I have the yeah. movie loaded up on my computer right now, and I'm clicking through it. It's only the Warner Brothers logo at the end. That is more of a miracle than this movie being under two hours. That the fact that they the did not put any sort saga, of stinger, stinger at the end. Of, are you kidding me? They're going to make so many more. This movie. I mean, the fact that they didn't so kill, they didn't kill either monster. Then no, then they were yeah. never going to. No, they're a hundred percent going to make more of these movies. I mean, you still got a whole like rogues gallery of uh, of monsters to adapt. Still, yeah. I mean, they pull out Mecha Godzilla kind of early though. Then right in the grand scheme of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you that's the, make more. They can He's make the another. Bads. There's like four different Mecha Godzillas in in no. the Godzilla franchise. Because I, I I didn't think they were gonna hit Mecha Godzilla. I thought they're gonna do because there's a Mecha. Um, forgive me, I don't know. The, I don't remember the name, but the three headed monster Ghidorah. in the last Ghidorah. One. There there is a Mecha Ghidorah as well. Yes. right in the movies. So I thought they were gonna because the the stinger of King of Monsters is that they find Ghidorah's head and they're like, look what we pulled out of the ocean pretty sick Could and then you're useful. like oh this is they're gonna do something with that and and they did but they they use it as a as a vessel to make mecha godzilla i thought they were gonna do mecha Ghidorah. yeah i thought that was kind of cool that it was like they kind of combined like mecha godzilla or like Ghidorah is what pretty much possesses yeah. mecha godzilla i wish they did more of uh pacific rim gone awry because they almost did right like like you know like they had the guy in the fucking the pilot sick sort of guy chamber mm. yeah I'm glad the that head. they fried him like immediately and it wasn't ah. like a pilot sort of thing it was just like no this thing has its is it's basically Ghidorah pilot he seems like now. he seemed like a character that um that suffered through cuts it it seemed like there was a lot Probably. more scenes of him that got cut out I, guess I don't like have anything me, against that character per no. se even though it's not very well developed character I just think the idea of a rampaging mecha godzilla rather than like a pilot driving him around is way better he was more interesting well, than the than the conspiracy theory trio to be honest moody bobby brown oh, you didn't like others. the podcaster bernie <laughs> i like that actor and that uh, i like all i like all those actors that that one yeah i like all three of those actors as well yeah and I like that um, that one line that uh, Kyle Chandler has, where it's like those podcasts are ruining your brain or <laughs> something like that. That's one hundred percent true. No, number one cause of a, violence. That's, podcast. that's a good. That's a good line. But yeah, that's that's like the elephant in the room. That's the uh, that's probably like the biggest detriment to this movie is that is Kyle Chandler. No, is that whole um, that whole plot line with. Do you think that's any weaker than the? I guess it is weaker than the um, the deaf girl chilling. No, because the deaf I girl. No, like I disagree. I thought they were you way more entertaining weaker? than than like indigenous girl uh, that like can sign language with Kong. I thought that was kind of just like mm, all right. It's guys, a little. It's know. a little like all right. It's kind of weird, but and um, was her? I like their. I like their interactions as like kind of cliche and a little like. Oh, sure. Weird, you know, but was her was she, was she in a prior movie? No. Like her and her 
adoptive surrogate mother or whatever. Were they no. characters from a prior movie? No. She's not. No, we no, just the learned, only because they treat them like, like from, oh, right? you guys know who these people are, right? Yeah. No, I mean, remember the Skull Island took place like during the Vietnam War. True. And yeah. uh, the only returning characters from King of the Monsters are Millie Bobby Brown and. Um, oh wait, the... aren't they? Aren't they in Hollow Earth in Skull Island? No. They're in Skull no, Island. Skull, oh, Skull they're on Skull Island. Skull, well, Skull Island could be in Hollow Earth. I don't Skull know. Island is like they they explain it like Skull Island is like a is like a vessel of Hollow Earth on the surface. It's a subsidiary. Yes, a peninsula. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, yeah, that's as far as I can remember. That's that's how they describe it. Uh, checks checks out with me. Yeah, I you know again like the human stuff doesn't. Just really does not vibe with me. Um, I found I found the stuff with the um with the with the little girl more compelling than the conspiracy theorists because it actually like contributed to the the monster's development. You know, I suppose the I guess I thought all that stuff was just serviceable. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm not saying it was great. It was serviceable, but like I've never been. You um, can enjoy something that's serviceable. Yeah. I've never been a huge fan of like like the conspiracy theorists who turn out to be right uh story in Plot. in these in these kinds of movies. So it always just kinda of rubs me the wrong way. But uh but like they they were entertaining enough. But it but it always seems like they kinda of got in the way. You know, like just as things were starting to like get going with one plot, all of a sudden, meanwhile, we're cutting back to the conspiracy theorists and they're dicking around. They somehow got into this like highly secret, um, like cybersecurity, uh, <laughs> company. Yeah, they're all they're all yeah. they just kind of walk they're in. all it's good funny. at doing a hack. You know, I thought that was pretty funny that they just sort of like there's no security. You didn't have to badge in on that elevator. You just go down to the super secret deep level uh, lab. You just press the button in the elevator and you're good. They reminded me the because like Transformers One has a side plot that's very similar with uh, Anthony Anderson. If you, if, if, you, if you guys, I'll remember. take your word for it. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I certainly believe you. Um, I liked the super high speed rail to Hong Kong. That was, that was cool. neat. From Florida to Hong Kong, that was cool. That was yeah. good. that was. Uh, you you said you got Tron vibes. Is that like what you meant? Mostly, Robbie. Oh yeah, all that stuff with the with the space car and like the yeah the super highway into that. But basically anything that's like lit up in that cybersecurity area and all their tech, I was like, that's cool. Uh, I thought it was funny when they uh, resuscitated Kong. Uh, I was like, I'm not sure if that's how that works, but I'm fine it's with okay. it. It's a giant monkey. Like, there's no, you don't. There's no. no giant. Just the fact that he's like, Earth. he's good. To, he's just like, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> you know, like, like can I can I buy it that it like recovers his heart? Sure. Can I buy it that he's just like so dick hard to fight again? That's when I'm like, I feel like he's still be pretty tired. He got Listen, his ass kicked. If but. if Godzilla can just blast a hole from the surface of Hong Kong to Hollow Earth, and then you can climb up that tunnel to get to Hong Kong really quick, they can resuscitate Kong with a hell yeah spaceship thing. Fair enough. You know? Which Fair I guess now enough. you've got opportunity for a second high speed rail from Hong Kong to Hollow Earth. So Hollow Earth tourism probably going to be big in the next the next. 
Yeah, is the, is the next movie the colonization of, of Hollow Earth? Oh, definitely. Well, if, I mean, if you had eco-terrorists in... Well, okay, let's take a further step back. If you have uh, nuclear issues in the first Godzilla, and then eco-terrorism in King of the Monsters, and then giant evil tech corporation running unchecked in the third one, then yeah, let's go back to colonialism. Imperialism. Why not? Colonialism. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Why yeah, not? I do. I do think an opportunity to do a film because the thing you know, the the movie that does my my criticisms against this movie, the movie that I think is is the gold standard, the answer to this issue is War for the Planet of the Apes. War for the Planet of the yep. Apes fucks yep. so hard, and they do the thing where they're like the humans are the bad guys. Which in this movie, I, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, honestly, fuck all you guys. You're all the bad guys. All you humans. Yeah are the bad guys. I'm not rooting for any of you. I'm rooting for Godzilla because the movie is actually positioning it to, for me not to have any empathy for these little monkeys called people. You know? Yeah. There are the some... Big monkey or the other one? There are some Toho Godzilla movies that are like that. Yeah. That, Where you'd feel more for, I mean, the, for the monster than for the... Oh, yeah. Humans. Absolutely. Absolutely. I- implicitly, it's always the humans that are the bad guys in this movie. They're just not very... Well, yeah, the, except for like the one evil tech guy. God, Godzilla and King Kong like team up to fight capitalism at the end in the form of Mecha Godzilla. They True. they destroy Jeff Bezos's mech. Yeah, I don't know if they're fighting capitalism so much, but hey, a man. symptom. They put a dent I think in it. someone's doing it. They cut off one of the many heads of the of the Hydra. Comrade Kong, let's do it. Why not? Yeah, I'm into it. Um, but yeah, I would like to see. I do think you know. If there, if if you set one of these movies in a place that's so not like our world, like a place like Hollow Earth, like I do think you can really diminish the the human narratives to the point where you can really just let the the creatures do their thing. I'd love a movie where it's like it's almost like a, you know not a silent film, but like a, like a like a no dialogue movie. You know, there are these creatures in this world and it existing, and it would be an hour long. In my perfect pitch of what this movie could be, It'd be an hour long, no fucking dialogue, just monsters doing cool shit. Most Kong of the time, and Godzilla being big finally fights. kiss. That's all I want. That's all I really want. They came yeah, so think... close. They came so close on that boat. Yeah, there it was, was a moment there. Moment. There, there was, was a moment, moment when they were yelling at each other too. Where Godzilla was just like, "All right, I won." The, the, they're bros. Call me daddy. They're bros. Call me daddy. The, the bit where or King Kong was like, "Ah, your daddy." Ah. The bit where Kong was leaping from like uh, aircraft carrier to aircraft carrier. That was a fun set piece. Mm-hmm. And there's a and there's fun, there's, there's a there's a direct visual reference to Die Hard in there too, which was cool. Oh, that's cool. I was thinking in that moment, it made me think about it again in War for the Planet of the Apes when the gorillas are on the horses. I was thinking about this giant ape being on these aircraft carriers, and I'm like, you know, I just don't know if they would hold that up. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the the physics. I like. I like it. Questionable. Yeah, I would love uh, to see Kong ride that giant mammoth from King of the Monsters into battle. There you go. We may get there. If that mammoth is is anywhere, it's in the center of the earth. You know? They probably yeah probably sent him back to Hollow Earth. So yeah. yeah. If anything, I was surprised to see that Kong. Was pretty much the same size of, as Godzilla because in my mind Kong is far smaller than Godzilla. Well, in in like boy. you know in the nineteen thirty three movie and in like the Peter Jackson remake, he's only like twenty thirty feet tall. 
but like you know they they obviously made this version bigger in Skull Island than in and in Skull Island they said he was like just like a youth. Right. I think they, there's a throwaway line in this movie where he's like growing. Yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. they saying he's like getting too big for his Skull Island cage or whatever. Right. That scene where he's blowing out all the the walls of his like capture dome. I thought that was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a cool. That, like, that's a cool reveal, right? Like I like that scene a lot. Where he's where you're just like, yeah. what's this guy doing? Oh, <laughs> like I thought that was. I like that. Still just a rat in a cage. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I like. You know. I like that they're the same size. I like that Godzilla is really is like dummy thick. <laughs> um, that was that that's was true. The thing I really that's the thing I really liked about him in the last movie is his dummy thickness. And um, I mean, let's not be... let's not let's not shortchange Kong here. He's got a fucking dump truck. <laughs> He's got a dump truck ass. He's got a huge badunka dunk for a Kong. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, of if, course. If only they course. introduce a new monster with you know radical bazongas, then we'll really fill fill out yeah, the tree. Big old big old zingas. That'd be so. Maybe next movie. We can get that going. There's definitely some, some potential candidates for that. Mothra? Uh, Mothra's mommy milkers? Oh, Jesus. We need to and end then, this podcast very soon uh, before I say something M. that we'll regret. Triple M. M3. I might have already crossed that line. Who knows? To, to some, to some, you surely to have. Some. To yeah. me, a long way to go. Demon to some, angel to others. Who can say? Maybe maybe they'll do a Pacific Rim crossover next. Because they're both owned, they're both like owned by shortened. they're they're both owned. I'm by ready the same for Pacific company. Rim to be put to bed. To be honest, I tried watching that anime on Netflix, and I was like, "This is not it. This is not it." It's a bummer because on a conceptual level, it is very cool. You know, but and, I don't think they've like ever world. been able to get it bet more than just like conceptually cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I've only seen bits and pieces of the first movie, but I know that one generally people like, right? The first, yeah. the first Pacific Rim. Guillermo del Toro's it's touch, fine. definitely, it's, helps yeah. that movie a lot. Which the other, it's fine. The- it's one of those movies where they introduce like a bunch of cool mechs, you know, and then they wipe them all out like immediately, and you're just left with the most boring American one. Mm-hmm. So one of those, does, one of those movies where one they of those, take out, you know, yeah, you know, you, as you know, the genre where they they wipe out all the good mechs and you're left with Captain America over here. Well, the genre where they introduce a bunch of stuff that's a very cool design and then don't and use then they it. just get rid of it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah, I think that's it for for Godzilla versus Kong. What do you guys think? Yeah, it, I it's, still, yeah, I still like it. It fits very well within the the kaiju movie canon. You know, if if you're a fan of that, uh, you'll you'll get a good you'll get a good time out of it. Yeah, I like the the boldness really this movie has to be like we're like the Avengers. Like the movie has that energy where it's like we're like the Avengers, motherfucker. It's like sure. <laughs> yeah, you have well, the Avengers you. makes a yeah. billion dollars every time they show up, so they, I think everybody kind of wants wants to be the Avengers. I can't. You know? Yeah, I can't blame them. But yeah, I, I like this movie. Um, I you know I just hope it, it continues to evolve because I think with each one I I like it like a little bit more and more and then you know who knows it could be like Fast and the Furious by by like the tenth movie you're just like oh I I somehow like actually know all the lore and I'm like really into this and the movie has gotten in the series has gotten so off the rails I just fuck with it more and more and more and I think mm-hmm. I think this movie could you know do I think the series could 
do that, right? Like, I think it has what, that, crossover with Fast and potential. Furious. Oh, well, yes, that too. Not what I meant, but yes. <laughs> the family goes to Hollow Earth. I would watch. That's what's what they're saying. That's Off-road like road racing. It's like, oh, we, we go to space. Wink, wink. No, we go. Uh, Dom, Dom Toretto gets one of those like floating Hollow Earth vehicles, but it's also like a Dodge Charger. Right. Yeah, it's got it like has a the engine poking out at the top. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be cool. I'd watch that. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is not the only podcast we do for StoryScreenBeacon.com. You can go and check out that website and see a bunch of other cool stuff, including the podcast we mentioned a little bit before. The Tell, tell me the name of it again, Robbie. I don't want to mess it up. 8 Bits. That's it. On our members-only channel, us, $5. Just $5. That's per month it. and you can get all kinds of exclusive stuff um and you know if you don't want to do that that's fine this podcast is going to remain free and we're going to still post a bunch of articles and reviews and other stuff on the website and now you can also find movie times on there again because yeah. back open for business baby back to the movies back to the right. movies anybody else want to pitch anything before we shut this show down Go to our YouTube channel. Okay, yeah, there you go. YouTube channel. channel. We got a lot of cool videos. I've been working on a lot of cool videos on there. Check them out. They're fun. We've been working Robbie like a dog. We don't let him sleep anymore. We just make him crank out these videos. So go watch That's more my own problem. Please. Please. All right. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. See you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. Godzilla stand. Peace.